This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irvin Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 ads and popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see, cause Doug loves movies. Hey everybody! <laughs> <laughs> this is weird. Um, I gotta, I gotta get um, over to a different microphone. So there's gonna be like a, a little moment of uh, uh, dead, dead space on the podcast for the people that are listening. So um, hopefully it won't be too boring for them. <laughs> I did it. I made it over here. You mind if I use your table for a little? Oh, thank you very much. Put my cocktail on that table. We got some exciting prizes to give away a little later. Uh, and I will uh, start the show right now. Hey, everybody. <laughs> my name is Doug Benson, and I love movies. This is Doug Loves Movies, and we're coming to you uh, live from the Irvine Improv Comedy Club in Irvine, California, behind the orange curtain. It's October 19th, 2010, 
and it's uh, great to be back here for our second live show in this particular club. Did anybody come to the last time we did it here? A few of you. That's nice. Awesome. Sarah's person that's with Sarah, he was here before. Were you here before, Sarah? No. I love how people have their name tags just on the table. That's an interesting twist on the whole name tag concept. Like, well, I'm not going to wear it and look like a dork. I'm just going to put it on the table, and it looks like uh, the table is reserved for me. Isn't that right, Dustin with a Y and Ryan with a Y? Both of those guys have Ys in their names. Uh, I wrote down, you know, I wrote down everything I want to say, because I, you know, you know why. But uh, it's... As I was saying, it was great to be ba- it's great to be back. The last time I was here with Douglas Movies, the guests were Natasha Legero, Dan Gabriel, and T.J. Miller. And I only mention that because T.J. Miller is going to be playing this very club, the Irvine Improv, uh, in a few weeks. He's going to be here for a whole weekend. So uh, if you're here right now, as y- you are in front of me, or, or if you're listening to this and you live in the uh, area, come back and see T.J., uh, when he won't, he'll be here by himself. So he's a lot more enjoyable than when he is when he's uh, interrupting me while I'm trying to, you know, do a game or something. And uh, don't forget that if you're going to be in the Hollywood area on uh, October 25th, November 4th, or November 15th, you can come to a taping of my new TV series, The Benson Interruption, which airs on Fridays at midnight, uh, starting November 5th. Uh, and uh, yeah, November November 5th. I'm looking forward to November 5th because uh, that first night, if you live in California, as most of you here tonight do, uh, you will be able to get high legally uh, while watching it. I hope. I'm hoping. May, you know, maybe Proposition 19 won't, won't uh, pass, but I'm hoping it does. And I've got two more shows coming up two more Pot the Vote shows. I'll be in San Francisco Punchline October 30th and the Sacramento Punchline on October 31st. Both of those shows are at uh, 420. And, uh, yeah. And do you guys ever uh, come up to L.A. for the Douglas Movies tapings? Have you, ever, have you ever driven up and checked it out? Awesome. Little hint, coming up soon, another great show. Yeah, you heard it here first. So for the next few weeks, you should drive up. No, I mean, the next one's going to be good, but the one after that, that's the one I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm already very excited about it. Uh, but yeah, on December... December? Oh yeah, December 26th. I'll be back here at the Irvine Improv doing stand-up comedy with my uh, good friend Graham Elwood and another special guest or two. And that day after Christmas, what better are you going to have to do in Irvine, right? So, uh, so come check that out. And uh, let's, let's get going with tonight's show. What do you say we bring out our guests for tonight? And uh, I know you guys always count on me to bring out hilarious comedians and people that have been, uh, you know, involved in uh, filmmaking in some way or another. And uh, tonight is no exception. These are three... The theme of tonight's show could be three of my friends who are willing to drive down to Irvine in the rain from uh, Los Angeles because it, it was a treacherous trip getting down here tonight. And I am very, very excited that they're all here. So please welcome Brendan Walsh, Chris Porter, and Doug Millard, everybody. Yay! 
There you go. Somebody gets that. Somebody gets that wooden stool that looks very uncomfortable. Enjoy that, Chris Porter. Although yours is wooden too. But it has a back. Yeah, Brendan Walsh. Back. Yeah, yours has a back, and then yours is. I, I said to the manager of the club, I was like, "Could you get four more different stools for us?" And he was like, "We worked hard for that to achieve that effect. To have four different stools on stage." Um, so let's let's get to it. Um, we all met on Last Comic Standing. We just I just realized this uh, hanging out in the back. I wasn't trying to put together a Last Comic Standing meeting theme, but the year that Chris went on to fourth? I got third. Third? See, that's why I said it with a question mark. Uh, Chris Porter took third place one year on Last Comic Standing, and uh, yeah, you could applaud for that. And that very year, Brendan and Doug and I were all also Rans. We, did, we didn't even make it to the top ten that year. We were eliminated in the semifinals. But I will say that when we went to the hotel for the semis, I was really happy that you were my roommate. Yeah, that worked out. I was happy that you were my roommate. Because I brought weed, and I knew that would got, get us eliminated. And I was like, I don't want to room with someone that's going to be like, you smoke weed, and then I get eliminated. And then they're like... Oh, yeah, you thought somebody else might rat you out. Yeah, and then they're like, you're rooming with Doug Benson. And I was like, we are going to be fine. (laughs) Yeah. We we were more than fine, because I thought, oh, it's a reality show. Maybe I'll just go a few days without weed, and I just won't bring any. And and then I get to my room, and it's Chris Porter, who I'd never met before, but he's like, he's like, hey, I'm a big fan. Do you want to smoke? And I was like, yes. And then we did the entire time. Like, to the point where other contestants, like, our room was the room to be in. I was yeah, in that room was. quite yeah. a bit. And you had your and I remember there, was, they, there were two groups of us that they took down to the Alex Theater. And you were in the first group, and Doug and I were in your room getting baked. And Doug goes, you don't think they're going to come in with cameras or anything and try to talk to us? And I was like, no way. <laughs> they're all down at the Alex and then I went back up to my room, and five seconds later... Knock, knock, knock. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I'm naked! <laughs> About to get in the shower, and you Can't ran out Can't talk to you now, because I'm high and naked. <laughs> I'm fucked and, up on drugs and naked. <laughs> and you ran to the gym and just got on the elliptical machine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, the elliptical is much more bearable when you're fucking high. Like, it's... <laughs> It's a great way to do the ellipticals. Just get high and get on there and plug in your headphones and watch whatever garbage is on TV at the time. And have you ever yeah, watched? There's amazing. no garbage. Have you on ever TV. watched yourself while you were on the elliptical? No, because if someone else walked by, that would be horrible. I know. I just, <laughs> that happened like the year after last comic. I just happened to be on the treadmill and they were re-showing it. Yeah. And for a second, I realized I was like, oh, they're re-showing it. And then I was like, oh, shit, change it. Cause yeah, you look really weird. Yeah. Unless while you're watching it, you like push your hair back like it's a mirror. <laughs> like if you look at it like you're just getting uh, grooming tips. Then, or if uh, you just point at it and go, I hate you. I hate you. And then you turn up the treadmill. Loser. <laughs> just keep putting an L on your forehead and running faster. I fucking hate this guy. Yeah, keep spitting yeah. food at the screen. I always eat a hoagie when I'm on the treadmill. <laughs> it's a good look. And when I'm on the toilet. <laughs> 
Or on the car ride down here. So just in the car ride, big hole. You like to cut out the middle, man. Yeah. You just you just eat on the toilet. Yeah. Why do you have to get involved? <laughs> we. What? Have we talked about movies yet? Because somebody was giving me a hard time the other day about I love movies. You barely talk about movies. No, and I was I... like, we talk about them a lot, but there's like you know, got to set it up who these people are. Yeah. Doug we... Millard. We just worked together in Austin, Texas. Yes. Uh, no one? What? There it's, we go. Yeah. Thanks for that fake cat it's call. Pretty, Austin, Texas is pretty awesome, but there's no reason for anyone in Irvine to get excited about it. <laughs> Irvine and Austin have pretty much the same weather, and, and we have medical marijuana here, so there's no reason. Yeah. <laughs> is that you? Are you guys agreeing or vacuuming? <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, so I have a question for you, Doug. Did we see McGruber together? We did. No, okay. I was an idiot. You didn't make it. No, I saw, we saw that Bill Hicks documentary. Oh, that's right. And then I missed McGruber. Right? McGruber was amazing. Yeah, I was in. So- I was at South by Southwest, and they showed. Uh, they had the premiere of McGruber, and uh, I've been talking it up ever since as being a lot funnier than than the fact that you know it bombed at the box office. But it doesn't deserve that. I mean, it's not a perfect movie. No movie with no, a guy. Is. No movie. It is. Well, you love it now, you know, after I told you to love it. But, <laughs> but uh, you know, no movie with a guy walking around with broccoli in his ass is going to be perfect. <laughs> Celery. <laughs> Celery. See, that's how queer you are. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I, I, well, I, I well, love I love in Orange County you can't just make gay jokes on stage because because everyone in the audience is like, well we're not gay but we think that's offensive. <laughs> we we think we're supposed to be offended by that. I was I was a lot of my by favorite, but only because they hacked it from me. I was actually doing that celery trick for years. I was like, this is bullshit. You were putting celery in your ass to uh, <laughs> to distract people in a, in a tense situation for years. <laughs> It's a close with it for years. Doug's celery ass Millard. That's what they call me. All right. Well, anyway, I saw that movie at South by Southwest, and I, you know, I, it's not my favorite movie of the year, but it certainly didn't deserve to bomb. So if you get a chance to check it out, people have been writing to me on Twitter and whatnot saying, yeah, you're right, MacGruber's not that bad. And uh, while I'm at it, if you still haven't seen Scott Pilgrim or Kick-Ass and see those because those are the best two movies of the year. I just saw my opinion recently and was fucking blown away. I Can you believe you... it? Why did you wait? What what did you what turned you off to that movie? Because nobody Nothing wants turned to see me it. Off. It just wasn't like I, I you know I what, just didn't you had things go, to do what? and I rented it from the uh, the Seven Eleven machine. Red box. Red box. And uh, it fucking. <laughs> Which is, how fucked up is that? Like, oh, Netflix is really successful with their red envelopes. Let's open Redbox. Yeah. Let's start our own thing and have Redbox. And and apparently Netflix could do nothing about it. Just sit there and go, all right, that's probably a little bit more convenient than the mail. (laughs) Next they're going to be getting it from a box outside the 7-Eleven. They're going to have, like, red crack. They're like robots just come to your house and shit movies through your mail (laughs) slot. He didn't like it because he thought Redbox was something else, and he's very disappointed. And, uh, he thought it was all Lindsay Lohan movies. Yeah. <laughs> Redbox. <laughs> Come on, you guys. This, this is gonna be a long show. I read it. Was great. <laughs> if you're already not having fun, did you guys enter for the dra- the raffle? 
like, yeah, it was the weirdest thing. I walked into the club tonight, and they're like, we're having a raffle tonight. And I was like, I thought we were having Doug Loves Movies tonight. <laughs> and I was like, what's the raffle for? And they're like, for German Shepherds. And who can say no to a raffle for German Shepherds? <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, uh, most, most like, dogs are awesome. I love dogs, but fucking German Shepherds. Have you ever met one that you're like, you're a dick? Or Yeah, I, the ones that work for the cops. Well, yeah, but I, I haven't run into those. I have. <laughs> They're what, dicks. Where, where were you that you got canine? I was at a train station in southern Florida. All right, well, train and Florida, you're already... You're already in a pretty fucked up situation. The hole. Oh, there's a hole in the stage. Don't don't let your stool fall into it. I'm tiny. I'll fall through it. Unless but, you're uh, taking a dump into the hole. I, <laughs> but did they well, had a pipe in my bag. Yeah. And I was just sitting there waiting for the train. And the dog, it, it wasn't a cop. It was like an undercover cop. But the dog sniffed and started pawing at my bag. And I looked at him. I was like, well, there's a pipe in there. Like... <laughs> Idiot. What is your dog love pipes? <laughs> you got a pipe. Get your dog pipe away from a pot dog. pipe. That's what I told him. Yeah. And I just went, and I, you know, the guy looked around like, fuck. And he. <laughs> so then they, so then all of a sudden, like three more dudes in hula shirts showed up. <laughs> And <laughs> the Dami Bahama yeah. squad. <laughs> they all dress super cash. So, yeah, and the only thing that got me out of it, the guy goes, What's, why are you, he's like, What's your story? What are you doing? I was like, I'm a comic. My car had broken down. And I was like, My car broke down. I'm on a, taking a train back to go get it. And he's like, You're a comic? Are you funny? I said, Not in jail. I'm not. <laughs> and he thought that was funny enough. He just let me go. I had to throw the pipe away. But what could he have done anyway? Giving me uh, what paraphernalia for having it? Just for having the pipe? Yeah. Really? Because I didn't have any weed on me, but I had the pipe. You'd think just a pipe, you'd be okay. I was. Just be like, I smoke cigarettes out of that. <laughs> I crumble Mar- them up and jam them in there, and then I smoke them. <laughs> <laughs> the whole paraphernalia thing always always drives me nuts because that's how they got Tommy Chong. Is that they like ordered a bong from his son's website uh you know well he was in, calling in, in, in the a bongs. state in a state where but in a state they ordered it from a state where it's illegal to sell bongs in the Pennsylvania, mail Pennsylvania, i think yeah, yeah so they ordered it from there Fucking and, then, Amish. and then he had to go sp- <laughs> can you imagine can you imagine having to go having to fly somewhere to do jail time because that's not where you <laughs> yeah, live yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like how could you commit that big of a crime through the mail that you have to go fucking go to jail in a state that's nowhere near where you where you are doing supposed crimes but anyway, that's uh, another good movie people should watch. That documentary about that bullshit. The I the, forget what it's called. The, the Tommy Chong. One. I I am. What is it called? AKA Tommy Chong. Yeah. I haven't seen it. It's great. They they talk about that. It's fucking crazy bullshit. It's nuts. He took the like, fall they, for they his son. He him. went to prison so his son wouldn't have to. But they. It, they kept bugging him. They put in this huge order, and they're like, "Well, by the way, we're in Pennsylvania." They're like, "Well, we can't ship it to you." And then they kept, the guy's like, oh, well, I'm oh, going to be, no. this is what they did. They, they kept trying to order it, and they're like, we can't do it, it's illegal. And then the guy called him and said, listen, I'm going to be in L.A., I'll pick it up from you physically and drive it back to Pennsylvania. So they made all these pipes and bongs for him, and then he called him and said, oh, my trip got canceled, why don't you just ship it to me? And they were like, ah, fuck it, we'll just ship it to him. Like, they wore him down. 
It was complete entrapment. That's the worst, and I'm glad it's in a movie because this is Doug Lowe's movies, and, and so we're still got, talking yeah. about movies. I got... And it's hilarious. We're not talking about weed. We're talking about movies. I only got busted once, and it was by Tom Hanks and this brown dog. And... Are you making a Turner and Hooch reference? Hell yes, I am. Fuck. Movies. Another Doug Which Lowe's one was, movies. Was you Tom should stay Hanks away Hooch? from movies that are on TBS this weekend. They do Turner and Hooch is like one of those instant classics. Like they play that over and over. It wasn't again. instant, but it became one. <laughs> well, new classics they call they like to call them. Yeah. Like Romana uh, from the train. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Days of Thunder or whatever. Yeah. Cocktail. <laughs> but it's funny how there's some movies that they like they kind of suck in the theater, but they are they become hits anyway because of a star or something, and then they just last on cable because it's like I could I could watch Cocktail. I mean, I'm, I'm making fun of it as much as I'm enjoying it while I'm watching it, because it is the story of bartenders who jump up in the bar and read poetry that they supposedly make up on the spot. Because there's nothing better than improvised poetry when you're drunk. Especially like, I wish someone would just bottles. jump up, up in the bar and fucking rhyme for a little while. Wait, hold on. What, what are you doing? poetry. I would like to... No, I don't have any poetry. If you really had a poem, that would have been great. If I had known. What were you trying to I'll say, Chris? Well, then they, the big thing was they tossed bottles. They were bottle throwers. Yeah, they did that too, but they really tried to imply... But that's what that I think made They tried the to imply that the bottle throwing gets you to the point where people will sit still for a poem. <laughs> Not just sit still for it, cheer every line of the poem. They're in such and it's awe. like a fucking stupid... Uh, they were all like stupid limericks that he'd do. And it would always be about them and their bar and how they wanted to open up a bar. Wait, are you saying the bartender poet wasn't socially relevant? (laughs) I think it should now be Doug Loves Literature. We're talking about limericks. (laughs) But there should just be more movies. Doug Loves Slam Poetry. (laughs) (laughs) But that's the balls of Tom Cruise and everyone involved in that movie. It's just like, we can can depict something that will never happen in a million years (laughs) and make it look like it's a popular trend. Yeah. Yeah. Because they, they piggybacked on the throwing the bottles around because that really was catching on. And then they threw in the poetry. And then they they show Castaway a lot. Too. Cast, Most Tom Hanks movies are just destined for... He does get a lot of play. I mean, Lady Killers, the, that Coen Brothers movie, they don't really play that much. But, no. but uh, Castaway drives me nuts because, because it was a big hit. And to me, it's like the middle part's okay but all that nonsense with Helen Hunt at the beginning and the end and all that bullshit with him. I may have whined about this on the podcast before. All that stuff at the beginning about how I got to get it there on time. I'm a FedEx man. FedEx, we always make sure we get it there. FedEx, FedEx, I deliver things. I get it on time. Nothing can stop me. Oh, except for now I'm a castaway alone on an island. Oh, thank God a FedEx box just washed up on on the shore. That's going to come in handy when I do my own personal root canal with a skate. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's just all way too convenient that, like, uh, it's no uh, Joe versus the volcano. That's right. <laughs> see that. It is not. That's an awesome movie. Or the Burbs. There's Burbs. A, he has a lot Burbs. of movies where he ends up floating in the middle of the ocean. Yeah, that's true. But Burbs is also underrated, I think. Yeah, and you can get it now, like at Target, for like with like three Tom Hanks crazy movies in one. It's the best. 
Yeah, but the problem is the other two movies are Volunteers and The Man with One Red Shoe. <laughs> That's right, you guys. I smoke I got... a lot of pot and I can pull stuff like that out of nowhere. So <laughs> Nothing in common. Dude, I'm in Nothing in Common. Are you? Yeah. There's a scene where... <laughs> in Nothing in Common... There's one scene where you see that he works at an ad agency in the movie, Tom Hanks, and it's directed by Gary Marshall, and uh, Tom Hanks uh, gives, a ch- gives a little like funny tour to some uh, interns that are there learning about uh, the ad game in one scene in the movie, but then later in the movie, he's upset. Something happened with his dad. He either died or they had an argument. Jackie. And <laughs> I, forget, I forget which one. But he's played by the great Jackie Gleason in a really horrifying and embarrassing role as like a horrible old man who Tom Hanks wants to die. And then, when he, does, then when he does die, he feels bad about it. But there's a scene later in the movie, if you, want, if you guys want to rent it, check it, check out my awesome performance, where I'm an extra, and I'm one of the interns that's getting a tour when Tom Hanks is having a bad day, and he comes by, and he picks up some little, like, he takes the, the woman that's giving the tour has, like, some little paper cutout of a, doll, of a doll, you know, like how people do, like, a, you know, those yeah. chains of dolls, but it's just one or whatever. And she's holding it up for some reason. And he walks up and he's like, you're going to advertising is bullshit and you're all going to get fucked in the ass. And then he takes the little doll and cuts its head off and then he walks away. And then me and five other youngish people just go. <laughs> like we get all sad and weirded out that the, that the ad guy just, that th- just shit you, all over you know the whole ad game. You know what I can't buy? It was like that? Mad Men. <laughs> You know what I can't believe. It was like a scene from Mad Men. What? Uh, Tom Hanks has never had a bad day in his life. So. Well, but his characters have horrible days. <laughs> you know, to get keep that theory going when you're watching him yeah. Even uh, fix a toothache with it. Fucked up. When he fixes a toothache with a, uh, the blade of a skate, go ahead and say Tom <laughs> Hanks never has a bad day. <laughs> That's a fucked up day. <laughs> But you'd even know. Like, I would just be like, you know what? I'm, this toothache is really painful, but I'm pretty sure there's nothing I can do with this skate that's going to fix it. <laughs> oh, Wilson, what do you think I should do? <laughs> Fucking Wilson. If Twitter existed during Castaway, Wilson would have been a trending topic for 10 weeks. <laughs> He'd have 17 profiles. <laughs> Yeah, everyone would be, there'd be all these fake, there'd be the real Wilson would be somebody's name on Twitter. I'm the fucking real Wilson Ball from Castaway. You jerks. So, uh, Brendan, uh, I want to ask you this question. Have you ever got any casting or acting opportunities for having that crazy beard? It's a little shorter than normal. It usually gets pretty... um, What's the word? Amish? Yeah, it gets pretty giant, the whole head area. Yeah, you, you're a fast beard grower. I take clippers to the whole thing. I actually just gave myself a haircut an hour before I came here. On the top head? The top head. The top part? The bottom part I took care of earlier. Yeah. People, there's some ladies who like it, or weird dudes. Yeah. I can't see that far because the of the lighting. Lady smokes three packs a day. But if you, have you ever got any good casting opportunities because of your beard? Not, no. Because no, I, I put good. you in something as, a, as you know. He, he was in Kingpin. There's homeless guys. That, I've done a few homeless things. 
Wait, homeless thing. Like, what like, like you've done a few homeless things? things. <laughs> or you've Just done like, a few little, uh, like, uh, ske- sketch things. Or oh, I sketch. Played, I played Sketches where somebody, somebody's like, you look homeless, so play a homeless. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> more or less. For the G4 network. Especially, oh, and I did Santa. I was Santa Claus. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. For uh, Chris Hardwick did some music video, and I was like... Oh, uh, right, right, right. You uh, had some porn stars in yeah, there, and you were... It was, it was really weird. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, yeah. But you were Santa. Yeah. Yeah, the fact that you were Santa terrifies me. Oh, it's all right. I've sat in your lab before, though. It was a fun time. 200 bucks is 200 bucks. <laughs> Chris Porter. Yes. You often like to say in your stage act that there's a resemblance between you and Willy Wonka. <laughs> yes, that's because I've been told that by pretty much every girl I've tried to have sex with. <laughs> and in, in her the... chocolate factory. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the golden ticket. <laughs> Wait, chocolate factory is better than golden ticket. What's wrong yeah, with you guys? Yeah, I don't even know what... So golden ticket is just a reference from the movie. Yeah. It's not. It's not specific enough. No, like, I just want to have sex with Chris. Like That's what I'm saying. What is happening? Seriously, seriously, was her gobstopper everlasting? <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yes. <laughs> but also with the you have kind of a beard mustache thing going on that makes you much less much look much less like Willy Wonka. Yeah, now. the joke doesn't hit as well now. Yeah, yeah. And your uh, hair is a little bit more tamed. Yeah, well, I didn't... It's, it's usually a little wilder. Uh, <laughs> thank you for getting that, everybody. But that's all I wanted. That's the only reason I brought this up. <laughs> was just to get to that pun? <laughs> no, no, the only reason I brought it up was just to say... To get all of you guys to confirm that Gene Wilder's the definitive Willy Wonka, yeah, and that, yeah. and that the Johnny Depp version was bullshit <laughs> and creepy. I like and creepy, but it was fun. It was a fun movie. You liked it? I liked it. All right. I well, but the thing this was this is the part where I ask you to leave. It was well, no. <laughs> it was one of those movies that like I was one of the last ones to see it, and so everyone was like, I hate it so much that when I went in. Like, I thought I was going to hate it so much that when I didn't, I think I just naturally liked it a little bit more. It does. It is about a chocolate factory, so it's kind of hard to hate that. Like, yeah. Like, it's, it's you know, they, they do some things right. But I, but I think, like, the Oompa being the same guy over and over again is, is, is such a sad thing to do to our little people actors. Hey, and, I'm right uh, here. Yeah, like you, for one. <laughs> How tall are you? Five six. Oh, okay. Yeah, Mike Kaplan's five six. He was on my Little People episode, so you could have qualified. <laughs> oh, he was on. Yeah. He was on with Wee Man he and, and Brad. Brad Williams. They're, he just they're much shorter. Bur- burps. Well, no, Mike wasn't burping. I don't mean to blow that for you, but <sighs> but Wee Man would burp and then blame it on Mike because that's what you can do <laughs> yeah, on a podcast, especially when when you're one of the stars of Jackass 3D. <laughs> Which have you guys seen that yet? Oh God damn it! It's so funny. It's gross, though, too. Don't ruin it for me. I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> it's a little too gross. No! <laughs> no spoilers. Um, so let's see here. Uh, I said that already. That was good. Um, that worked out pretty good. Oh, so, so Doug and Brendan are from, uh, have lived, spent time in Austin, Texas. Yep. 
So my question is, did you ever get close to uh, come being a part of a Richard Linklater movie? Because he shoots all of his shit there, right? I was in a Robert Rodriguez movie. Okay, that, that's a different guy, but sure. <laughs> that's they the other the guy that makes movies in Austin, yeah. They both have, like, airplane hangers at the old airport. You, so you auditioned for a Rick, uh, No, I was in it. I was in Spy Kids 2. What? <laughs> Holy shit, what'd you do in Spy Kids 2? I was a magnet man. I was one of the evil henchmen that had a magnet for a head. We all looked exactly the same, so you can Are you in it a lot? Well, this is funny. I, uh, there were like 10 of us, and we're all like kind of the ten same. 10 supervillains that had different weird skills or whatever? No, no, we were all the same. We all had the same You all had magnet heads? Yeah, magnet heads and sunglasses and these like red kind of concierge kind of bellhop suits. And uh, so there were like 10 of us, but they never needed more than like six of us at a time. And there were like some real gung-ho extra guys where they were like, you know, we need five magnet men. And they're like running out of the thing. So I realized about four days into it, I don't have to be here. So I would show up, I'd get my costume and my voucher, and I'd get back in my car and go home. And I'd, I'd drive back like 12 hours later and just hang out, put my costume back on, and then go and get my voucher and, 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 and get paid. <laughs> you, did you, have you told me this story before? I don't think so. Because I've heard it already. Oh, well then maybe I did. But I'm now I'm starting to worry that you told it the last time you were on my podcast, and, then that, and that this is rather redundant. Oh my god! But I don't. Well, think, did you ask me? I if don't I was, think you did. Let's go to the tape. I don't. Think, <laughs> I don't Roll think your it, audience is really going to care. What about you, Doug? Any Richard Rink letter or Rinker Rodriguez? <laughs> no. I have. My questions been, don't even have real words in them anymore. I have been dazed and confused a lot in Austin. And I, uh, I'm, I was in school of uh, cock, uh, which I'm actually pulling. No, I did. There's something called school of cock. No, I was. I'm trying. That was what? What, what were you Link trying? Player, I don't know. There was something you. Oh, instead of school of rock, <laughs> yeah. he made a movie called School of Cock. I didn't do that. It's about the Tyson chicken franchise. <laughs> they teach you how to chop up chickens. I'm just trying to help. <laughs> Well, I was almost in a Richard Linklater movie. That's the only reason I brought it up. Which one? Just to talk about myself. <laughs> I was almost in a Scanner Darkly, but this is this might be an interesting story. I never saw it, by the way. It was one of those what? Roto- it was one of those rotoscoped movies, like those Schwab commercials, where everyone's animated, even though they filmed them, and then they animated yeah, yeah, yeah. it, like Waking Life. Uh, but um, I don't know if it's any good or not, but uh, I did a show in Los Angeles. I was doing the Benson Interruption back when, you know, when it was just a stage show. Now it's a new TV show that's going to be on Comedy Central soon. And, uh, yes. Thanks. And, um, all right. Well, that was just four or five of you, so that was, <laughs> was kind of weird. But, um, anyway, I, uh, I did my uh, Benson Interruption, and Keanu Reeves was in the audience. So then, like, a few weeks later... I uh, get a call from my agent. Yeah, Keanu Reeves uh, wants you to be in his new movie, uh, this Richard Linklater movie, Scanner Darkly. And I was like, oh, that's based on a Philip K. Dick novel and or short story or whatever it was. And uh, wow, that's I can't seriously really. And then and then I was like, do I have to audition? And then we found out, no, you don't have to audition. Keanu Reeves just wants you to play the part of a drug dealer in this movie. And I was like, that is too good to be true. Like. 
at least the director should want to meet me or something. And then some more time went by, and they're like, yeah, we st- it still looks like we're going to have you do it. And then suddenly my agent got a phone call. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. wants to do the part, so Doug is, Doug is out. <laughs> but it was, like, so weird. Like, I never really believed it, but for a while I was like, I'm going to be in a fucking movie with... You know, it was Woody Harrelson and, you know, uh, what's her name? And you get to hang out in Austin for a few months, too. Well, I didn't know that. I didn't know that would be the, you know, that would be another benefit. I didn't even think of that. So, uh, yeah, so I didn't get the part, and it's a shitty movie, so who cares? (laughs) Well, you haven't seen it. I have not seen that shitty movie. That's right. (laughs) I I gotta say, though, like, as long as I'm digging a Richard Linklater, may never work with him whole... His remake of The Bad News Bears is one of the most worst things that ever happened to cinema because they took a great, great, great movie and then their idea of updating it was the crazy coach instead of scenes where they say racist things and, you know, like, like that's what's great about the first Bad News Bears is it's pretty harsh yeah. and, and, and dark. And then when they remade it, uh, the coach took all the kids to Hooters and that's supposed to be outrageous. Like, oh my God, the right. coach took all the kids to Hooters. Have you been to Hooters after Little League games? That happens. And it's, not, it's not that outrageous. It's a restaurant that, uh, you know, they've managed to fool everybody by, you know, call, essentially calling it tits, yeah. but also being like a, a family restaurant, right? So when that showed up in that movie, I was like, that's, what they, that's, what's inter- that's why they had to remake Bad News Bears, because now Hooters exists. Yeah. Like, that was one of the only twists in the entire movie. We should movie. start a racist A titty Hooters. twister. And also, what's his name? Talk Soup Kinnear, Greg Kinnear, yeah. plays the evil coach. Yeah, yeah. And in the original movie, the evil coach slaps his own son across the face when he won't do what he wants, when he won't yeah, pitch yeah. A, uh, a, a bad game. And... Uh, in, in this new movie, because I, I just saw it on cable the other day, that's why I'm so hopped up about it. I don't spend all my life going, Bad News Bears remake! God damn it! It was just on the other day, and, the, and Kinnear shoves the kid to the ground, like as gently as you can <laughs> shove a person to the ground, and then everyone, all the, all the parents go, <gasps> and then the rest of the movie happens. But <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that other than to say... Richard Linklater will never put me in one of his movies now if he, if he ever listens to my podcast. And maybe Robert Rodriguez won't if I told that story twice about how I, how I soaked him for $1,000. I think he'd laugh at that. I think he'd find that funny that like $1,000? Well, I mean, I was getting 150 bucks a day. I was there for like 10 days. No, you weren't there for 10 days. <laughs> well, no, I wasn't, yeah. Well, no, I was. I was there twice a day. It would be funny, though, if that movie just lost $1,000. Yeah. Did you see it? to adjust the gross. Did you see? I read it when too? it came out on tape and... Uh, because I put it on my reel, I just picked one. I couldn't tell who I was. There, we all the same. It's on your reel. Well, my old reel before I had a beard. Oh, uh, your beard. All right. Real? So if anyone's gonna watch it, that's listening, he doesn't have a beard, and he doesn't even know if he's there's, in the movie. Or not. There's one scene. No, I know I am there. The one scene I put in, I know I was in that scene where the, all the Magnum men are fighting a bunch of kids, and I like a kid jumps on my back, and I like don't flip him off, but I like turn with them. Well, we weren't allowed <laughs> yeah, yeah. to. We weren't allowed to. That's what, they, they would tell you, don't kids. hurt these kids? Yeah, they'd be like, don't really throw them around. But they would jump on you. Like, it was all choreographed. <laughs> but I'm in a scene, there's like a big 
How do you know thing. you weren't in it? No, because I that was one of the few things that I did where I was standing like, there. You're like, yeah, I knew like where they told me specifically. Like I was standing there with two other guys. They're like, you, you, and you, get into the thing. And then like, <laughs> and then I had to be in that scene. And there's another one. I'm in like two of them. That would totally hold up in court. <laughs> that whole story. There's a courtroom scene that I'm in. Mike Judge was in it. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Judge is. He's you know, like a guy on trial. I think. You should have murdered somebody when you run off. You know what I mean? Like, that would have been a great alibi. Oh, I'm a magnet man in Spy Kids 2. I could not have possibly murdered somebody that day. That would have been the greatest alibi. Murder them in my outfit so when the police round us all up, we all look exactly the same in the lineup. Just get, like, five other magnet men. That's the one, officer. What was he wearing? He had a magnet head, sunglasses, and a weird busboy outfit on. I love it. I couldn't have done it, officer. I was wearing my Magnum Man suit watching Maury Povich. <laughs> How was that movie? Did you watch the whole thing? Maury Povich? I don't remember. I mean, yeah, I probably did. I thought, was, the, spur- I thought the first Spy Kids was all right, but my thing with Robert Rodriguez, Rodriguez is, aside from not being able to pronounce his name, is uh, he just sort of like... He's prolific in a way that, to me, says, like, why don't you slow down and make better stuff? I, yeah, I'm with you on that. You know, and I, I'm sorry if he's hearing that somehow. Because now these, like, legitimate filmmakers are hearing the podcast because a couple of them are fans, and they're mm. telling other ones to listen. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I've talked so much shit for so many years on this podcast that it's going to bite me in the ass. But what are you going to do? The people of Irvine don't care. <laughs> Brandon's in so much trouble. What? Brandon's in so much trouble after that story. No, I think it's fine. I don't think Rodriguez... I think Rodriguez would find that amusing. I think me saying his movies aren't very good, he wouldn't like that so much. No, I think his movies are great. I just uh, sign up to be in them and then... Did you see Machete? (laughs) Yeah. Machete, you did? Uh Uh-huh. And you liked it? It's what I expected. So you expected to not like it? I... uh, I expect it to be pretty lukewarm about it. Yeah. There's a lot of great stuff in there. I mean, there was a lot I, of he, great... doesn't, he doesn't make any movie that doesn't have great stuff in it. I'll give him that. I wanted it, the way it started, I wanted it to maintain that, that kind of crazy chopping off arms and heads. And, and it yeah. seemed like it started off with this, oh, well, this is going to be And a woman great. pulling a whole cell phone out of her <laughs> pussy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And not only does she pull it out of her hoo-hoo, it also, when she does it, you hear... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> But it didn't maintain that level of crazy. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it get, yeah. got really sane after that, and yeah. no other character had a, a cell phone stuffed in anything. Right. I wonder if they had to put that sound in later. You know they had to put that sound in later. Oh, if it happened on the set, then <laughs> there would have been a lot of grips and gaffers throwing up. Because that would have been horrifying to actually hear that noise. It's so, but that it's means so there's ridiculous. some dude whose job is like... What are you doing today? Oh, I gotta go down to the studio and lay down that yeah. phone out of the vagina track. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you do all day? Oh, I just went <laughs> into right. a microphone. Do you know so, how hard so we it had is to recreate right. something leaving a vagina? It is tough. I need yeah. to get a shop vac, two slices of liver, <laughs> and a bag of clam chowder. <laughs> 
They're Foley artists. They have to recreate these sounds. It's like with the shoes on their yeah, hands. Yeah, they go clip gravel. <laughs> like when they used to do footsteps on old-timey radio. Now it's all just raw liver and shop facts. Let's go down the line, starting with Doug to my right. Seen any movies lately? The last one, I, uh, I'm 31. I just moved here. To LA. Wait, what does your 31 have to do with anything? Well, here's the Are deal. you in a pageant all of a sudden? <laughs> I'm being auctioned I'm 31. Up I'm from Austin, Texas. I'm a German shepherd. I recently relocated to California. <laughs> no, I, I uh, spent all summer living with my parents to move out here to save some money, right? To move out here. Yeah. And then, uh, so I saw... Thank you. All right. That, and, guy's, uh, that guy's proud of you. And uh, He was, still lives with his parents. But it's like uh, all... <laughs> All summer, all I did was like, well, I, w- I would do like the double like feature sneak in high school style. Like, so I saw every movie all summer. And then like, it's kind of dropped off like, cause I just landed here. You moved out here and there's yeah, stuff yeah. to do in California. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of stuff to do here and a lot of uh, people to do. And, um, way to finish that so sentence. Have you seen? <laughs> that was a good way to end that sentence. <laughs> I no, love the trailer. So what was the last, the last movie, movie you saw? I saw? The last movie I saw, I, yeah. it was my last day in Dallas. I uh, got re- we got really, uh, me and this friend got really messed up. And we went and saw Cats and Dogs, The Return of Kitty Galore. Because we were trash and we wanted to see it in 3D. And we just saw the last 20 minutes and we laughed our asses off. It was the best experience I've ever had. It was great. That sounds like a scared straight speech. <laughs> Don't do drugs or alcohol. And, and that's when he fucked me. If you do drugs, you will love Cats and Dog too. The Revenge of Pussy Kitty Galore. <laughs> like, just the fact that that movie in the title has a parody of a, t- of a name of a character in a James Bond movie that came out in 1963 or 4 is such a weird disconnect. Yeah, like Pussy Galore, Kitty Galore. Like, who the fuck... What adult is going to go, that's hilarious, I must see that. <laughs> and what kid is going to know what they're talking about? Yeah, yeah. Sad is like surprised. the Bond movie. <laughs> yeah. Like a 55-year-old dude with a three-year-old. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's for. It's for rich old dudes with hot young girlfriends who just had a baby or adopted yeah. a baby. Go see that movie. Yeah. The other thing I can't get enough of, Willow on YouTube for free. Mad Mardigan. What are you saying? Character. I don't even understand any no, of that. Thank you. Thank. I thought it was just me. <laughs> You're watching what on YouTube? Willow. What's Willow? Willow. That old, that old movie? Yes. It's on YouTube? Yes. Why? Because I don't know. Awesomeness? Like you watch it in like nine, Eclipse. ten minutes. Yeah, yeah, segments? yeah. <laughs> Apparently, anything with Val Kilmer. Tombstone you, also. You need a hobby. <laughs> What are you waiting for? The next 10 minutes of Willow to buffer. (laughs) (laughs) Waiting for it to buffer. I love that. That's awesome. So what have you uh, seen lately, Chris Porter? I saw Facebook the movie. (laughs) Yeah. I wanted it. I wanted the social retard network. I wanted to see (laughs) Owls the movie, but then I heard it sucked. So I yeah, did. but it's like, isn't that weird? It's directed by Zack Snyder, the guy that did. I don't know what any of that means. He did Dawn of the Dead, Watchmen, and, and he did the Owls movie. And he did the Owls movie, yeah. But the Owls movie looks cool, and that's what everyone says. Is it's that it visually looks cool. amazing? But, but the, the story is just like we're owls and we got to go over here. <laughs> 
But I liked Facebook. I thought Facebook was all right. I liked that movie. I did. I, yeah, yeah. I, I really did. I saw Justin it a Timberlake. Later. He, as my, that's a dude I don't want to. I've wanted to fucking hate that dude <laughs> since In Sync. Well, I did hate him in In Sync, but then he went away to on his own, and you're just like, that's a talented dude. Like you can't fuck. He can act better than I can. And he can sing better. You know what I'm saying? Like, everything he does, he's good at. He does comedy better than you, too. That is, that is untrue. He's funny when he hosts SNL. And, like, yeah, I, I really don't have any problems with the guy. No. But you want to. Yeah. You, you want to be like, that kind of sucks. Yeah. But then you watch, like, even the Sony commercials. He's fucking funny. It annoys me that, like, Timberlake and Timberland collaborate. Like, yeah, one of you yeah. should change your name. That confused me for a while. They should just call, each, they should just call themselves Lake and Land. Or, Land of or, Lakes. Or Doc. L&L. Or LOL. Um, or Port. But, yeah, beach. I thought... They call each other Beach. But isn't it weird... What, I, Correct me if I'm wrong, but as soon as the social sure. network is over, the second it was over, I was like, well, but did he create it or didn't he? <laughs> like, it's a true story about the creation of Facebook, the and you really suck. don't get, like, a feel for whether, yeah. he, whether he stole it or not. Like, he, it kind of seems like he stole it. You know? Well, I think he just, he, you know, I think he created as much as he stole, you know? I don't think... Nice. He, did you hear that? He said it into a microphone, but uh, <laughs> so you probably did hear it. But he created well, I mean, as much was, as he stole. That's good. That's Friendster what he should say. And MySpace before that too. And, yeah, it wasn't like those yeah. other guys at Harvard thought of, right. of social networking. Yeah, yeah. But um, he thought of it sort of with them he and then kinda, ran with it. Yeah, he did kind of. I mean, I don't think rowers should get anything ever. Those guys seem like, like if real you row anyway. for any like for sport, like you lose. That's kind of where he kind of stole their idea. He kind of like got it going while they were busy rowing. Right. Yeah, like yeah, they were yeah. like too busy practicing rowing yeah, to they like, like notice that he took their entire but idea. But it's, it's kind of like he, they created the keyboard and then he made the computer. You know what I'm saying? Like they had a basic idea, but what he created, again, from what the movie said, their idea like so would have more. been like a bunch of jags at Harvard sitting around talking to each other on the computer. It would not have spread and, and wait, all over the world like like uh, the other guy's idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zuckerberg. And it was probably a lot more about the guy. The, the dudes just seemed like they wanted to meet girls that wanted to fuck dudes from Harvard. Well, when you which amazes me that there's fucking Harvard groupies. But the, there was a great You're, line. I want to fuck your smart dick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's a great line in the movie, though, where when they're having that meeting around a table, when he says to them, if you had created Facebook, you would have created Facebook. Yeah. Where right. I have a, a million great ideas all the time. I've seen some get made. That's right. You were like, fuck, Snuggy. Well, yeah. <laughs> self-cleaning toilet seat. I had that idea like 12 years ago. And is that a that thing circ- already? Yeah, the, you see them in airports, that circular toilet seat that oh, yeah, yeah. goes and cleans itself. I had the same exact idea 12 years ago, but... You know what I thought about doing? In the, I'm not going to make now. a toilet seat. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how. What do you do? Where do you start? Home Depot, I guess. But <laughs> but then, like, with patent shit? Like, fuck it. I'm just going to hang out. I don't want to. <laughs> but then it comes out, and you're like, fuck. I, I should have like, not yeah, watched I know. That was Matt a good Lock. idea. You've got a beard. It just seems like it would come together. I don't know why. I'm going to start. 
to start a cult. If next. it was made of wood, it would have come together. <laughs> yeah. So I, I wasn't going to clean it with my beard. <laughs> Good call. But if she was into it. So what have you... S- <laughs> I'll clean any lady's toilet seat with my beard. <laughs> Could you guys drag this out more? <laughs> yes. Sorry what, we're not doing have, puns. Yeah, right? What have you seen uh, lately, Brendan? I saw The uh, Social Network as well, and um, the most recent movie I saw was... Um, I saw Red. It's kind of a funny story. Oh, how was that? No, I was talking about Red. That's kind of a funny story. That <laughs> <laughs> you went and saw that. <laughs> I, I, it's kind of a funny story is Red. I call Red Cocoon Assassins. <laughs> right? Like Cocoon I would, colon Assassins. Yeah. I would see the shit out of that. What I saw was Red. <laughs> and uh, I, was, I was Bo Red. <laughs> it's like there's constant shooting going on but no bloodshed it's one of those movies oh, they're they're the they're co- it's, like, it's like you know what fucking windows have had a free ride in society <laughs> long enough let's shoot the shit out of those fuckers for all they do to us with their like sitting there not bothering anybody and letting us see the outside or vice versa so yeah, it's uh, it was a shame because I going into it, I thought it looked pretty cool. Really? I thought it looked fucking ridiculous. Well, like, I, didn't, I didn't think queen, it was. As soon as the queen pulls out a street sweeper, I'm like, I that's enough. Yeah, I mean, that's you're almost like that's almost uh, don't stop or my mom will shoot. <laughs> yeah, it's not quite as bad as that, but you're, you're right that it's like, but, but I sort of thought, ooh, Helen Mirren shooting a bunch of people would be awesome, but she just shoots in a direction and a bunch of glass breaks, and then people run, they scatter, or if they get shot, they just fall down. After she there's shoots... No, there's no bloodshed. It's like bloodless violence, so that's how they got their PG-13, yeah. and that's how they have a complete bullshit movie. Well, they need the PG-13 so the youth of today can see a bunch of people they've never well, that's heard right, of. That's the other thing, is it looks like it's called Red, and the, ads, the ad campaign is all red, and there's an R at the beginning of it, and it's about people killing people. Yeah. PG-13. <laughs> like, it's such a stupid... That's what I hate about movies these days is just that to get the PG-13 you have to make bloodless violence and to do that all you have to people can can be beaten to a pulp yeah. like as long as it's not bloody you could beat somebody and as long as a tit doesn't flop out in the middle of yeah, it Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, as long as no one gets fucked in the middle of being beaten. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But and, doesn't that um, just make kids believe that they can beat the shit out of someone and everything's going to be okay? That's what I mean. It's creating this weird area of violence where like uh, the, the if they emulate the movies, they'll think that they won't get it, there's yeah. no bloodshed if you yeah. do that. It hurts stuff. really bad to get punched in the face. Anybody's like, Have you been? Uh, yeah. What do you mean? Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, who hasn't? Is that how you're responding? No. Um, or, or like, well, of course I have. Like, yeah. like you talk so much Look shit all the time. Look at this fucking face. Yeah. Don't you just want to punch? People just want to punch this beard just because it's so soft and manageable. I, I have not been punched in the face since I've grown a beard. But uh, oh, that's like a punch blocker. <laughs> it's a punch softener. <laughs> Uh, no, yeah, I got, um, I, I'd been in a handful of, uh, I've been beaten up by multiple guys at once, twice in my life. I grew up in a weird neighborhood in Philadelphia. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Yeah. We're just a group of dudes just got you in a, cornered you and beat the crap out of you. And now he's out here. Yeah, they starred in different 
They like, both started the same way, where one guy was fucking with me, and so we kind of got into it, and then all of his friends were like, oh, well, let's all beat the shit And they were all white? Guy. They were all white? Yeah. Yeah, both times they were all white. I was just trying not to be racist. They were all... Uh, were you trying not to be racist by being racist? They were... <laughs> They were all Italian one time. I was just hoping they were all white <laughs> yeah. when I asked that question. Yeah. Then he would have to say, no, they were black. And I'd be like, what? well, they were probably beating you up because you said something racist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's just stealing the uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air story. I think Nobody moved doing. me to Bel-Air after I got the <laughs> shit beat out of me. Because that's what happens to Fresh Prince. He gets the shit beat out of him, so then they move him? Yeah. 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 Don't you know I, the song? I, yeah, yeah, I've West heard it. West Philadelphia, born and raised on the playground. That's where I spent most of my days. You chilling all feeling all max something. I've never. But anyway, <laughs> and then a couple of guys, they were up to no good. Started don't making don't you know the song? I don't. That's what you, you know, just did. The only way I know that song, I never used to watch the show, but when I would tell people I'm from Philadelphia, some people just break out into that song. Oh, yeah. I swear to God. Well, now do they Born do the Always Sunny? West Philadelphia. Yeah, well, if you say you're from Bel Air, they uh, give you AIDS. <laughs> Philadelphia? Come on. Philadelphia. All right. I'm t- I tell you, that's like, it's the most amazing thing. Like, people in Orange County, they're super nice, but uh, they're some of the most PC audiences you yeah. can perform in front of. They're like, I've seen people with AIDS on TV. And it, yeah, because you don't you don't see any riding the Ferris wheel at uh, this particular no, mall. No. I forgot Tom Hanks did have a bad day. He had AIDS. <laughs> He's had a lot of bad days. There's the day with the skate, the day with the AIDS. He's had some shit happen to him. You were there for one of them. Joe versus the volcano. He was like he set adrift for a lot of days by himself, and he thought he might not live. Yeah, AIDS splash. <laughs> All right. What did you say? AIDS. AIDS splash. Splash of AIDS. Splash of AIDS, maybe. Yeah, that's the new, new version of splash. It's like it, no, no. That's, that's like new. it's about how you get AIDS from mermaids. It's, it's the new law. Mermaids. 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 That's right. Mermaids. mermaids. Hey, full circle. Come on. Figured it out. It, it only took us no? an hour okay. and ten minutes, and we did it. We finally yeah. got. It. That is pretty awesome, though. Mermaids. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty I good. I fucked a fish and I got she mermaids. She gave it to me. She gave it to me. <laughs> that is funny on so many levels because fucking a fish is just funny on its own. <laughs> I'm totally going to tweet that after the show. Fucking tweet it right now. I fucked a fish and got mermaids. <laughs> Tweet it right now. There's a guy running into the bathroom right now. Steal that tweet. I wish there was something called a merm. That'd be even better. I fucked a merm and got mermaids. I fucked Eugene Merman. (laughs) He's a good guy. He's going to be on the Benson interruption. And he has AIDS. Don't don't say that. What do you guys say we play the Leonard Maltin game? We're going to be playing for some exciting prizes tonight. Uh, all of the guests brought prizes. I brought some stuff. Let me walk you guys through it, because it is an amazing bag of stuff that you're going to receive if you're the winner here tonight. Uh, we have... Brendan makes t-shirts that are fun. And uh, I will prove it right now by showing you. This one says, give me a break, I'm on heroin. 
See, that's fun. That's like, who wouldn't wear that proudly to the airport? (laughs) And then he's got another one that says, what does this say? It says, pop off. It's inspired from season one of Bad Girls Club. If anybody watched Bad Girls Club, there was a big... Did you ever watch Bad Girls Club? Do men watch that? I I fucking watched the shit out of it. (laughs) There's this woman who was just like, pop off! Pop off! The whole time. So I stole her idea. <laughs> All right. And then, the, oh, this one looks kind of scary. What is this? It's just got my head on it. It's like, <laughs> that's Bre- Brendejo. That, that's it's like the real Spanish beard. That's rap. the real beard. Look at that. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's crazy. I had a joke in my act about that. You're Mexican a, guys calling me should... Brendejo. Brendejo, yeah, that's a great... That's what that was my go-to whenever I'd perform somewhere with like a heavily Hispanic audience. I would be like, like if I was in El Paso, for mm-hmm. instance, I'd go on stage and go, "Hey, it's great to be here. I've been having fun. You guys already have a nickname for me. Everybody's been calling me Penteo." Oh. And then they all laugh, and we uh, we bond over that. I, um, <laughs> I did that with uh, Brendejo. Oh, close to my name. Yeah, yeah. that's your name. Yeah. Uh, now I get it. <laughs> Finally, we get it. <laughs> this one you're gonna have to explain to me. It says, kill them all, let Rod sort them out. Yeah, it's a picture of Rod Stewart singing there. <laughs> That's hilarious. It's amazing. Not everybody loves it. But I love it. Can I have I just one? don't get it. Kill them all, let Rod Is it okay if I give Chris Porter one of your prizes, audience? I'll just, get, I'll just get one from him later. It's a large. Do you wear large? Yeah, I'll just get one from him. No, later. take this one. There's so many in here. Okay. Yeah, there's a the lot. The winner won't care, and it's red, too. That's not a good color. <laughs> Whenever you go on television, they're like, don't wear red. Okay, then we have one. What does this say? It says, I have restless leg syndrome, and it's a guy just kind of spazzing out. <laughs> you make awesome shirts. How many different shirts have you made? I have a t- uh, There's probably ten designs. Okay. And then this one says dumb dog. Yeah, it's just got a drawing of a dog. It's a dumb dog. <laughs> Particularly uh, dumb. Don't forget to it's get raffle tickets for the German Shepherds yeah, yeah. after the show. Dumb dogs are the best. Do you, you guys all have your you tickets? Loves German it. Shepherds are very smart, though. They're a little too fucking smart. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you also will win. You will win a copy of Doug Millard's CD, Wipe Your Paws. More dog references. Yeah. <laughs> it's all dog the stuff in here. What? Are all the shirts in there? Oh, no. Here's another oh, one. Yeah. This one says this the what? the best one. Abusive fathers kick ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know I, I love the movie Kick-Ass, so that's good. Okay. So you should just take that one, Doug. Oh, wait. There is another one. Oh. Wait, this is like a girly tea. Yeah, it's for a baby girl. tea. What does the baby tea say? It's a crazy baby eating chicken, and it's just like a weird drawing of a chicken saying, "Give me some babies." <laughs> <laughs> it's really easy to make T-shirts. I can teach you all how. You just have to like learn how to do silk screen. It's very easy. You do it in your apartment. <laughs> I gotta look at it. Crazy baby chicken, give me some babies. <laughs> and the, the chicken's got two big fangs. <laughs> oh, he's a baby eating chicken. He's a baby eating chicken. Most chickens can't eat babies, they just peck at them. 
All right, you'll also get, I bought $10 worth of uh, tickets for the raffle after the show for the German Shepherd thing. What's it called, really? The, 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 the charity. Coastal German Shepherd Record? Yeah. <laughs> Coastal German Shepherd re- re- Rescue? You rescue, rescue all, the, all the German Shepherds like on the beach? Because that's, if I was going to get rid of one, that's where I would take it. Because he'd be having fun running around in the, in the waves, and then I'd be like, see ya. <laughs> no, I love dogs, and uh, that's, awesome. that's an awesome cause. We also have... Um, awesome paws. Also, it's a sweet, it's a sweet pause. Um, I have, uh, the hotel when I checked in tonight gave me two cookies, so I completed those. Got two, two cookies for being a frequent traveler. And then we have a copy of my, uh, my first CD, Professional Humor Idiot, and, uh, that's available at AST Records, and then... Chris Porter brought. Oh yeah, not, I didn't have any, I didn't have any of my DVDs, so he brought a John Roy CD. He's a very funny comedian. <laughs> yeah, he gave me a CD, and I was like, "What comic listens to other comic CDs?" Did you give it one spin, or no? You didn't listen to it at nah, all. I don't. I've heard his act. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it was nice of him to get. He's it. funny. It's not that I, I think he's funny. Yeah, me too. It's just. So, so, yeah, so somebody will get to listen to that. You know? It's called Paying It Forward. Yeah. And then this is really generous of you. For some reason, you gave up your Blu-ray disc copy of Old Dogs. <laughs> Unopened. Unopened. Yeah. That, that bitch is seal, right out the store. The seal. And it comes with a digital copy, so you can put it on your iPod. You can take Old Dogs with you wherever you go. <laughs> How many dog I, I did not deck. win that in a golf tournament. <laughs> and then how much money did you give me? 150 Mexican pesos. <laughs> so that's a... Yeah, that's 12 bucks. <laughs> oh, wait, there's another... Right oh, at you. This shirt, this shirt is uh, uh, fresh off the presses, a Benson Interruption shirt we have in there also. And is that it? That's it. So well, in the bag. Yeah, and you win the bag. You win uh, one of these bags that you can uh, use over and over again when you go get groceries. At Kohl's. Go green. Yeah, yeah. It says Kohl's on it, but I don't, I don't want to give them a plug. <laughs> oh, sorry. Well, I just you don't. Can you they get, didn't do anything to deserve you a don't plug. Shop, you don't You can't get groceries at Kohl's. That was kind of my joke, right? Oh really? I've never been to Kohl's. Can you buy groceries at Kohl's? It's like a. Uh, it's like a TJ Maxx. Yeah, I yeah, thought it was close. Shit. I'm just going to throw over there. That's on the ground. 12 bucks. There you go. Hey, those are real pesos. Are these podcasts ever edited, like, kind of down? No, why? <laughs> this has been... I think it's been this, seamless. This has been 100% gold all the way. <laughs> why? Do you, want, do you want us to edit out some of your deeper confessions that you've made on this particular no. podcast? All right, so, Brendan, what I'd like you to do... Why are is, you... I, I'm going to put everything in the bag. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> What I'd like you to do while I'm doing that is uh, look out into the audience and please pick someone. We like to favor the name tags because people made name tags and brought them down there here with them. Uh, they, Dustin and Ryan went to a lot of trouble. Yeah. So, uh, so Brendan, pick somebody that you will be playing for to win all of these amazing prizes and a chance to win some cool stuff in the uh, 
dog auction. I'll play for uh, Dustin because he we bonded on something. I forget. We made eye contact, and he was the only one laughing at something I was talking about. Okay. The and Tommy Chong movie. You saw that. That's what it was. Yeah. And then uh, Chris Porter, who would you like to play for? Well, I don't want to go all the way up front because that's lame. Guy with the, oh. Yeah, don't, yeah, don't I don't play for someone who got here early and made the effort. <laughs> <laughs> well, my mom's not here. People, the, some a, people are saying they voted for you on last comic. I get that. When I travel around, yeah, I get How do you prove shush, that? Shush, shush, shush. You can't prove that. I have a story I want to tell. Shut up. <laughs> when I travel around doing uh, shows, people... Shut up. Quiet. Why are you still yelling? You're never going to get picked. Um, when I uh, am out on the road, people say to me all the time, we voted for you on last comic which is a very sweet thing to say because I didn't make it to the point where people get to vote <laughs> I'm always like you didn't vote for me you asshole maybe they're like the people who watch baseball games with a book where they can keep score themselves you mean a, they keep score yeah they scored you high in their own I'm gonna do that yeah I'm gonna in do their that. minds they called and voted for me and, and I appreciate that and please keep voting for me I'm gonna I'm gonna play for the chick with her two hands up back there Whatever. Does she have a name tag? Oh, uh, wait, do you have a name tag? I have a name. Well, if you don't have a tag, you're disqualified. So I'll go with Travis. Frank Seamus? What is that? Frank? Frank. Seamus. <laughs> I would totally Can pick Seamus. If there was a Seamus, I would totally pick that. Sorry, sweetheart. You drove seven hours. What do you mean you drove seven this? hours? You should get a fucking job. Is that a... <laughs> you, see, you drove yeah. seven hours In this, this economy, what are you doing driving around? No one's playing guitar or nothing. It's a cumulative seven hours. She ran a bunch of errands earlier. Where do you work. live seven hours away from here? It took you seven hours to get here from San Francisco? You should fucking... Yeah. Route. First of all, that was long, and secondly, you came here for some other reason. Yeah, like you didn't dude. drive down for this show. I'm gonna be in San Francisco on, on October. The same weekend I'm gonna be there. Yeah, we're both gonna be up there the last weekend of October. What are you doing? You just found that out now. All right, all right we'll start driving because it takes you a while. <laughs> That was awesome. All right, Doug, who are you going to play for? Where's the last contestant? I kind of like Sarah's name tag, to be honest with you. That is got a very creative. She put it on her iPad and everything. Yeah, I think that's the most <laughs> Oh, is creative that what I've she seen. did? It's very that high tech. That is awesome. She iPad. Although, it. she's also going to school me if she's gone on those links, but let's do it. Let's do it. Sarah. Sarah. All right, you're playing for Sarah. And you just what are your, what are your pl- who are you playing for again? What are your names? I'm Seamus. I got Seamus. Seamus. <laughs> Dustin with a Y. Seamus and Dustin. It's Frank, right? Frank. (laughs) All right. uh, I don't know if any of you wandered into the Irvine Improv tonight not knowing what was going to happen. And if you did, I apologize. Four dudes just sat around talking about movies and not giving us prizes. What the fuck was that about? Um, But... uh, I have a ton of t-shirts in the green room that I'll chuck all over everybody. Oh, yeah, everybody gets a t-shirt. Well, not everybody, not everybody! 
Everybody, everybody. No. <laughs> I have a box of. I'll just set a box. We can totally up. trust him when he says he has T-shirts for a lot of you because you know he's not the kind of guy that would clock in for work and then leave all day <laughs> and then come back and get a paycheck. He's not that kind of person. Okay, okay yeah, yeah, there's a girl that wants one, so she sounded cute. So, yeah, you know what that means. That means she's not. Okay. <laughs> exactly what that means. I've got a baby doll voice and I weigh 700 pounds. (laughs) That's a guy that's done morning radio. (laughs) Oh yeah, we always give tickets to the girl who sounds cute on the phone. Yeah, absolutely. And she comes down to the club and then we have to shut down because of a waiter. (laughs) How did you make your phone sound like that? I have an app. It's called Hot Girl. That's a good idea. That's the hot girl app. That is another good idea. Put that, file that new toilet toilet seat. Toilet seat idea. Self-adjusting ratchet, too. That came out. Yeah. I invented that like 13 years ago as well. (laughs) Only in my head. We got a phone down. Fortunately, it has a one of those rubber things on it. Oh, and you'll yeah. uh, My phone won't break or or give anyone AIDS. Because it's got one of those rubber things on it. Okay, here we go. Um, and seriously, wear condoms. Um, we're going to play the Leonard Malton game, and if, if you don't understand how it works, just, just listen, you'll figure it out. Um, I will start with... Let's start with Brendan, and we'll work this way uh, towards me. And um, your category choices, Brendan, are actors from Glengarry Glen Ross... Like other movies that they've been in, okay. the, the people from Glenn Gary Glenn Ross, uh, boxing movies, movies about or featuring boxing. Okay. And then finally, we had a, a submission from someone on the internet, on Twitter. Somebody wrote, uh, someone whose name on Twitter is at the awful people. So that's a weird Twitter name, at the awful people. Their suggestion was plane movies, movies that take place in or around a plane. Okay. I don't like that one. So would you like uh, Glengarry Glen Ross, boxing, or or plane movies? I think... And don't don't yell out the answers, you guys, when we get to that point. Uh, I think I'm going to go Glengarry Glen Ross. All right, cool. Yeah. (laughs) I failed miserably last time I was on this podcast. And I knew Terms of Endearment. I just couldn't think of the fucking name. Oh, that's funny, because that's the answer to this one. Yes! I just won! <laughs> no, you get to pick a Glengarry Glen Ross actor movie from 1988, 2001, or 2006. Um, I will go 1988. Wow. Captain Old School. Um, okay, this is from 88. Uh, Leonard Malton gave it three stars. That's probably fairly accurate. I'll give you a couple of clues from the review that probably won't help because I don't want to give too much away. He says that uh, Sylvia Sidney has a cameo in the movie, if you know who that is. And then he also calls it great fun. She was in uh, Spy Kids 2 as well. Oh, really? Even though he only gives it... I don't know. I was never there. (laughs) He only gives it three stars, but he calls it great fun. So that's an interesting... uh, Great uh, fun? Great fun. It's great fun, but only three stars out of four okay. fun. And What's there the are 11 names. How many names do you think you can get it in? Reading from the bottom up. 
think I might know what it is. I'm going to say... Uh, I, I didn't hear what he said, so... No, I know, but there's a guy sitting here who just keeps yelling out random... Al Pacino! Like, why are you yelling that out? Like, shut the fuck up. Um, 11 names? Yeah. I'm going to say I could name it in uh, 8. All right. Let's go to Chris Porter. Name that movie. Wow! Yeah, I know. Doug Millard gets no chance to participate. <laughs> So you give me eight names. <laughs> you get eight names. Okay. Do you want the clues again? Um, the letter, he gave it three stars. Three stars. Four. Said it was fun. Sylvia Sidney's in it. It's yeah. fun. It's great fun. Okay. And it features an actor from Glengarry Glen Ross. Mm-hmm. That's the category. The eight names are Annie McEnroe, Dick Cavett, yeah, the talk show host, Glenn Shaddix, passed away recently, R.I.P., Robert Goulet, also dead. Shit. Sylvia Sidney, also dead. Winona Ryder, still living as far as I know. <laughs> How many names is that? That's six. Catherine O'Hara and Jeffrey Jones. From 1988. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, but you didn't Pe- give me the top Pe- three names. Yeah, because you get eight out of 11 names. Right, right. There's from the bottom. So from there's the three... There's three names that would, I think would totally give it away. But I gave you eight names that should give it away. Well, I, I, mean, I assume thinking, there's people in the audience that think they, they know it. What's crazy is they, they talked did she, about did she, it. Did she just really yell out the name of a movie? <laughs> I don't know. Like, he didn't hear it. What's the matter? I didn't hear it. They I, talked about it on the, cast, <laughs> on the set no, of Spy well, Kids, too. supposed to help me, right? Um, <laughs> Are you trying to help him? No, I was saying they talked. I was making fun of him. Oh, okay. Spy Kids 2. Another Spy Kids 2 reference. 1988. Dick Cavett. Well, I, just, I heard what she this said This woman over here time. keeps yelling home alone. Like, why are you yelling out? At, you're fucking so wrong. You're yeah. crazy wrong. Like, it's nothing okay. that I said was had anything to do with home alone. Catherine other O'Hara. than great fun. It is great fun. <laughs> but um, don't, please don't yell out what you think the answer is. Unless you think it's funny to yell out the wrong answer, in which case you're kind of right. <laughs> All those. Maybe she okay, has Tourette's. 88. Tourette's, but just with movie titles. <laughs> what a weird Is performance it? to her to go for her to go to. <laughs> a show featuring a game about movies, and she's got movie Tourette's. She's just sitting there. Uh, True Grit, Gone with the Wind, E.T. <laughs> okay. That True Grit re- remake looks awesome, by the way. That's my new favorite, haven't seen it yet movie. Do you have a guess? There are a couple names that threw me off. Well, it after, is tricky. After Hours is before 88, right? Yeah, and no one from and, uh, Glengarry Glen Ross yeah, is in After Hours. Yeah, that's I was trying to think about. Well, there could be like a small cameo from And Alan no one Baldwin. from Glengarry Glen Ross is um, in Home Alone either. What about um, 88? <laughs> All right, you've had Miami enough time. Blues. Okay, good. Do you guess something? That's wrong. <laughs> and everyone's going to know when I say the remaining three names are Gina Davis, Alec Baldwin, and Michael Keaton. Yeah, somebody yelled Beetlejuice three times. Oh, fuck. Yeah, it's Beetlejuice, Dick Beetlejuice, Cabot Beetlejuice. Was in that movie. That's right. Well, Dick You're Cabot. right. Home Alone was close. Shut the fuck up already. <laughs> but she's sitting right next to me and won't stop talking. I got a show to do over here. 
All right. But they seem like nice people. Um, <laughs> when? <laughs> okay, so Chris Porter just won the point. Yeah. So you're one, one point away from winning. Sorry, winning, Chris. It's all strategy. Yeah, yeah, no, you, 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 you definitely know how to play. So uh, since Doug wasn't involved in any of that, we'll start with him on this next one. Would you like the category in theaters now? That's motion pictures that are playing in theaters now. Or baseball movies. I've got a lot of sports things because I was on the Sklar Brothers podcast recently and they, they love sports. Or football movies. Hmm. So would you like in theaters now or boxing or football? Let's go baseball movies. That's what I meant to say, baseball. Yeah, I was like, when boxing show? Yeah, I threw boxing in at the last second. All right. Baseball movie from 1977, 19... What is that? 89 or 94? All, all the 1900s. Let's go... Uh, 94. Okay. Most recent. It's good strategy. Two and a half stars. Can't say I ever saw it from beginning to end, so I agree. He calls it an inoffensive remake, and he says it was followed by two sequels. People are laughing at something completely in their own minds. Because I'm pretty sure I didn't say anything funny. Home Alone 2. And there are... <laughs> Home Alone was followed by two sequels, or was it? <laughs> it was three sequels, I think, actually. Okay, there are 13 names. How many names can you get it in, Doug Millard? 13. 13 names. Uh, it's a baseball movie. Two and a half stars, so it's not a classic. Two and a half stars, and there's two sequels. A couple of sequels. A couple of sequels. That I also, that I also never saw. And what did Malton say? What? What did Malton say? He said that it was an uh, inoffensive remake and that there were two sequels. All right. How many out of 13? Uh, you guys are really dragging this out. Yeah, let's say seven. Seven names. Brandon Walsh. Um, I could, uh, I'll say, uh, name that movie. Wow. <laughs> yeah. You guys harsh. are in the throwing the towel club. Well, because he was going to say it to me. Because he was going to. Well, yeah, he went seven. Who goes seven right out of the gate? It's what an a, asshole. It's a fucking bold bid. I'll admit it. Yeah, so suck it. <laughs> suck your bull. All right, bid. here's your seven names. No yelling out answers. <laughs> Adrian Brody, Dermot, Dermot Mulroney, Matthew McConaughey, Taylor Negron. He's, he's the one that delivered the pizza to Sean Penn in Fast Times. Uh, J.O. Sanders. Christopher Lloyd. Ah! Marty! Ah! Gigawatts! Um, and Milton Davis Jr. Can I steal it if you don't get it? Well, no. Wait, wait. Did you? <laughs> yeah, I regret my answer now. Did you know that was a remake? I didn't either. What was the remake? <laughs> You know, know what it is? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. And you guys both know what it is, and Doug doesn't know. Yeah. Junior no or guess? senior? Huh? Junior or senior? Who? Yeah, Milton. <laughs> Milton Davis Jr. <laughs> I know, that's the worst name of them all. Like, like that one's got uh, six That's above billing. Christopher Lloyd? Yeah. Christopher Lloyd. Guy's career that's a baseball movie. movie. God damn it. 1994. Damn it. Does anyone in the audience think they know it? Oh, I, okay, yeah. if people think they know it, don't yell it. 
Okay. It's not home alone. Don't say. I'm just trying to put some pressure on him. I'm trying to will it to you. He's thinking about it hard. It's mind meld. He's gonna shit his pants if you don't answer soon. He's oh, thinking about it that hard. You have no idea. You have no idea. Oh God! Oh, All right. Can we say it? Yeah, please. Angels, Angels in the outfield. That's right. Angels in the outfield. Also I starring George, jo- Joseph Gordon-Levitt Levitt was in that. What? From Inception and 30 Days of Summer. And uh, Ben Johnson, Brenda Fricker, Tony Danza, the great. The great. Tony Danza. And, uh, and Danny Glover. Mona. Angels in the Outfield. All right, so missed you missed. Who told him to name it, Brendan? I did. So you and Chris each have one point. This is an exciting match, you guys. Who are we playing for again? Remind me. Oh, so that was good. I'm, I'm playing, playing for, for Dustin. Seamus. Dustin, Seamus, Travis, Frank, and Sarah. Sarah. All right. Here we go. Uh, who who uh, got the point? Brendan? I or, did that time. Who told him to name that movie? I did. I told him to name. You told him to name that yeah, movie. Yeah. Okay, so we start with Chris Porter. And you get to pick the category from the categories we've all already heard. Let's go within theaters now, football or, football. or plane movies. Football. Okay, football. Do you want one from 99, 2000, or 2009? 99. 99. Here we go. Two stars from Leonard Malton. Don't disagree. He calls it Strident, and this guy that won't stop talking thinks it's Tremors. <laughs> One of the best football Lock. movies of all time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Michael Grossman. All right. He calls it Strident, and he says that the director of the movie appears as a sports booth announcer. And there are 17 names. Start the bidding. I'll Chris say Porter. Eight. Third place, last comic standing. Eight. Eight fourth days. season of Last Comics. <laughs> what? Fourth, fourth season. seed. <laughs> Is that what it was? Yeah, okay. fourth eight, season. Eight. He says eight names. Doug Millard. Six. Brendan. I think I might know what it is. All right. Um, so, so okay, all right. Uh, what did you say? Seven? Six. Six? Four. Two. Two. I'll say four. I'm going to go for four. it. I think, I think I know what it is. Chris, what do you say? I think I know what it is, too, but I don't know what... Can you do it in less than four? What happened to going one at a time? What's this skipping numbers? Okay, I'll say five. No, 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 you said four. Okay, four. Four. Just say three then. Or say name it. Or go zero. Three. Two. Nice. Oh, Doug Millard with the two. Where does that put Brandon now? Thinks he knows what it is. Well, if it's not the one movie I'm thinking of. But I wouldn't recognize any names. Okay. Are you thinking about the same movie I'm thinking of? If you say name that movie to him and he doesn't get it, we have a three-way tie. No, I win. I mean, if he does get it. If he does get it. If he does get it. Yeah, you're right. Forget. Don't, don't mind me. I'm just the host. Uh, yeah, n- name that movie. All right. Exciting. It, All right. You okay. said two names? Yeah, yeah. Go for it. Do you need the clues again? Uh, no, no. Okay, the names are Elizabeth Berkeley and James Karen. Is it the is it the program? No. Fuck! 
damn it. Wait, what, what football movie is Elizabeth God Berkley damn it. in? Who, what was it? What was it? What was the name? I'm saying, does anybody know? Elizabeth Berkeley was in a football movie? It's not Any Given Sunday. Oh, shit. Yeah, it is. Any given ah. Sunday. It's Any Given Sunday. Directed by Oliver yeah. Stone, that's, starring Al That's what got me, is when you said the director's in the booth. I yeah. actually kind of like that movie. So since you missed it, Brendan's our winner. Congratulations. Oh, I did. Oh, shit. Yeah, you Dustin's win. the winner. And you win prizes for Dustin? Yep. All right, yeah. here you go, Dustin. Congratulations. Well done. And uh, the, the runners-up each get to name a shithead for me to uh, name at the end of the show. So let's start with you, Brendan. Any plugs you got? Stuff that's coming up you want to plug? I'll be at uh, Cobb's Comedy Club in San Francisco with Michael Ian Black, November 4th through 7th. And I'll also be October 25th. I'll be at some place called Waves in San Diego with Eric Andre <laughs> and Moshe Kasher. Some place they have a surfing pool in the middle of the place where we're going to be doing comedy. Chris, where are you going to be? Uh, I'm going to be at the Punchline in San Francisco. Uh, are you going to do spots on the shows after? Oh, I might come by. I want you to come by my show, my, okay, my so uh, Sunday, my Saturday matinee on October 30th. At the October Punchline. 30th. So then I'll be at the Punchline that weekend, and then you'll. I hope you come and do my shows that night. Yeah, that'd be fun. Because then we can sit in the courtyard outside the Punchline and get fucking stoned. Oh, it's the best. <laughs> it's the best. It's not like being behind the orange curtain. <laughs> Here at this mall where we're performing, the only good place to get high is the Ferris wheel, and it's closed because it's raining and it's nighttime. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, there's some other spots. I know some spots. Yeah. All right, and Doug, what about you? You got anything to plug? Uh, Arbor, November 9th, and then. Uh, where? Arbor, here, LA. Or Arbor. LA. Don't you have to know Arbor. a password to get in that bar? Yeah, I don't know what the password is yet. And then, uh, and then uh, Helium, uh, Portland, Oregon, uh, December 8th through the 11th. With my friend Amy Schumer. That'll yes. be awesome. So go see yeah. them. And I have t-shirts and, uh, for more people. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sure. Bre- well, go grab for them right everyone. now. Okay. Yeah. My album just dropped on iTunes. Brendan's going to go grab some t-shirts and throw them out to people. I they have, uh, they, they put the, the dressing room for the comics here at the lovely Irvine Improv is like right next to the stage, which is, uh, is awkward for me because I don't want all that smoke to billow out every time I walk out. This <laughs> goes right into the crowd. But yeah, we got some t-shirts. So just, you're just going to toss them out to people? Are you going to do it like... Baseball right stadium there. style where you're like, who watches? Just throw them. I love that. I love when people throw shirts into an audience. I want to see him hit a candle. People love it. <laughs> no, you got to do the thing where you and cut we're gonna your ear. We're going to have a drawing for German Shepherds. Who makes the most noise? Oh, I wish, you, I wish you had a t-shirt gun. You just... I just wish I had a t-shirt gun just to have. Yeah, right? When's that? that always comes in handy. Hey, asshole outside my hotel that won't stop honking his horn. T-shirt. Yeah, just shoot a T-shirt at him. It's like the beginning of a machete. Who's who's a little lady? There was one woman that wanted the chicken that eats people shirt. Was it you? Okay, good. Everybody wins. Extra large dude. Oh, that guy is an extra large dude. It's a good thing you gave it to him. Large dude. Agile, though. Excel, dude. Oh, I guess I don't have a smile. Yay, that guy got a shirt after yelling incoherent shit the whole show. Everybody wins at Doug Loves Movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
All right, so let's have one more round of applause for all my guests. Brendan Walsh, Chris Porter, Doug Millard, and uh, thank you so much for coming out, people of Orange County and nearby areas, to see this. Uh, I really appreciate it, and keep listening to the podcast. And as always... Uh, oh, I'm going to be at the St. Louis uh, Funny Bone November 8th and 9th. And as always, Sarah Palin is a shithead, and Sir Ian McKellen is a shithead. 